Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Wednesday, October 5th. Um, Today you are in for yet, as I continue to say, an amazing treat. We have been adding to our mental health toolkit all week, and we are going to continue to add to it. For those of you who are just now joining or participating in the um, podcast this week, welcome again to Ladder Talk Live. I'm your host. I'm Coach Walina. Each week, we talk about a completely different topic as it pertains to your life, career, and business. And this week, we have specific, specifically been talking about how to build a strong mental health toolkit. Monday, we talked about how to build the toolkit with journaling tools. On Tuesday, we added meditation and mindfulness to our toolkit. And today, we're going to talk about how to fall back in love with your dreams after a setback. And we have a very special guest that is going to join us um, with information on that, Coach Felicia Roberts. So today we're going to do a little, do things a little bit differently than we've done before. I'm going to be sharing my screen and I'm going to be sharing with you a video that uh, Coach Felicia and I uh, did earlier this week to talk about this week's topic. So feel free to tune in. I will be in the background um, watching it along with you, but make sure to get your questions ready, get your thoughts together, whatever you have. on this topic. Let me know, does it resonate with you? Can you relate to this experience that she talks about? This this particular episode is a heavy episode, so feel free to tune in. We're going to talk about, um, again, how to build a strong mental health toolkit, how to fall back in love with your dreams after a setback. So we're going to talk about what can you do if your dream gets cut short? How can you keep going when things don't go your way, uh, the way that you want them? How to get back on track after a setback? All of these things are relevant to many of us as it pertains to our career and our lives. So if you um, find that this uh, might be useful to you, which I know it will, make sure you're sharing this wherever you happen to be watching this live, hit the like button, hit the share button, and for goodness sake, show me some comments. So I know that you guys are tuned in and and watching along. Would love to say hello to you. Would love to chat with you as well. So once again, I'm going to be sharing my screen with you and I'm going to be talking it through. um, You're going to be able to see the conversation that uh, Felicia and I had. So let's go ahead and get started and I will see you on the other side. So let me go ahead and share my screen. Oops, let me pause that. Sorry about that, y'all. Okay. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back uh, again to Ladder Talk Live. Today we have a special guest. This week we are talking about how to build a strong mental health toolkit. And-
we have been adding to our toolkit. Monday, we talked about journaling, adding that to your toolkit. Tuesday, we talked about meditation and mindfulness. And today, we have a specialist with us. So in today's episode, we are discussing how to fall back in love with your dreams after a setback with Felicia Roberts, a registered nurse, excuse me, coach, speaker, and author. She is passionate about helping faith-driven, courageous, divorced women turn their pain into their God-assigned purpose so they can recover and rebuild the life they desire. So welcome, Felicia. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so glad to finally get to talk to you. Yes, I'm so excited to to have you. Um, You you bring a unique perspective that is is needed at at all levels of of our life and relationships and, and things like that. So thank you so much for spending your time with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So today's topic, how to fall back in love with your dreams, is kind of a loaded... (laughs) <laughs> loaded topic. Um, how do you, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, how do you typically introduce yourself? And then we'll kind of dive into a uh, little details of, of, of the topic of this week, but how do you typically introduce yourself? Absolutely. I am Coach Fee. I like people to be real comfortable. Coach Fee. And uh, all that you described, my passion is really around helping women, you know, to avoid the pitfalls of the past and save themselves emotional time um, as you move for, out of adversity and, and really, you know, dealing around the course. But I also am a author and a speaker. Actually, I'm a new self-published author. So I'm really excited about my new book that's coming out. Um, and yeah, and so that is really where I try to spend my, my time helping women do divorce differently. Mm. Now, before we get started, can, can we get a little sneak peek into the book? the title where we can pre pre purchase all of those things. Absolutely. The book is called you can again, picking up the shattered pieces after divorce. And I really share, uh, uh, my riveting testimony or my story of going through a divorce. And so that women can know I've been where you are. So I'm not unfamiliar and also helping them walk through that journey of healing. So how do you know when you're healing? These are things that you'll find in the book. This is a question I often get asked is I don't even know, am I healing or am I healed? So I try to help women get those tools. And and, and then also, if they so choose to move forward and remarry, I kind of give you a little snippet about uh, that journey as well, because I am remarried. So, mm. uh, so that's the book. And you can go on Amazon. So it's on Amazon now. And yeah, that's where you can get it. You can. Again, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Now, when it comes to, you know, people talk about getting out on the other side, the the, the bright light on the other side, this, that, and the other. But going through the darkness is the toughest part of losing a relationship or ending a relationship, whether it be marriage or otherwise. What can you do if your dreams or your dream gets cut short. So specifically, you know, obviously within a marriage, you don't imagine divorce. And sometimes in a career, if we're aligning it to both sides, you don't imagine it ending before you say so. So what can you do if your dreams get cut short? Well, you have to start, first of all, identifying where that is. So where are you, right? When we talk about our dreams being cut short, where you you now have come out of this this place of, of challenge, right? Or whatever the hump that you are, or darkness that you're coming out of, but really starting with where are you? Are you at a place that it you just, you're just white knuckling it through, 
or are you ready to start doing the steps or taking the steps to move forward? So I say first, just identifying where you are in that coming out of the darkness so that you can know what kind of help that you need. Mm. So really identifying and leaning in on being honest with yourself, right? Like, where are you really? Are you ready to make that next step? Or are you Absolutely. still kind of on the floor crying about it? Uh, which yes. we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> because you need, you need something a little different when you talk about your dreams. And then getting back to what, what are your new dreams? Because mm -hmm. what you were dreaming about before and now coming out of this dark place is even different. So what are the new dreams that you that you have or that you're aspiring to that we now need to figure out, okay, how do we get you on the right path? That is so key. And I, I relate that to, to people who had this one track mindset when it comes to, you know, I've I've prepared my whole life for this mission and then for you to fall short and it end abruptly, having to identify, dang, I I thought this is where I was gonna be forever. Now, how do you realign with that? So my goes into my next question. How can you keep going when things don't go the way you want them to? Um, and we can even talk about this from a career perspective. Let's say, Definitely. you know, um, hypothetically, I wanted to be a singer or something. Yeah. And, you know, I planned and trained and did all these things to be this artist. And then something happens and I am no longer able to fulfill that mission of being a singer. How do you refine what, what you're supposed to be doing when that was the only mission you were, you know, looking for or marching towards? Yeah, core values. I mean, as you were talking, core, you, who are you? Right. And it comes down to getting back to the basics of who you are. Um, and I can remember, you know, just trying to just get your bearings. And it's key to get support because you cannot see your way out. Mm. So you, I often share that you have to get the right people around you that you can trust when they say, hey, are you sure that's true about, you know, are you sure that's the direction you really want to go? So as you gave that example about, you know, being a singer and I have a dream to be a singer and now this thing has happened and how do I get back on that track? Well, really starting to look at or getting the right supports around you to help you sort through because you're in it. So even if it's counseling, right, in our community, we sometimes fall short with counseling is an option or should be an option or a coach, right? Or and or you can have both. Mm -hmm. uh, why not? Um depending on what you need to deal with. So really getting honest with yourself about what, it, you know, is it something you want to choose to uh, to um, pursue? Because we saw in the pandemic where people started, their lives were redefined. Mm -hmm. Careers, people walked away from long-term careers, right? And, and pursued dreams. Um, so that's even another example in life, how uh, you were on a path to something and then, you know, pandemic hit and it's like, oh, do I still want to do that? No, let me, I'm really good at this, or I've been wanting to do this for so long. But getting the right people out, I would say, is one way. Getting the support that you need to help you sort through all of that so that you get some clarity. And do you have some insight on things that a person can do to actually find out who they are now? Because if you've identified yourself as just this, you know, I am Walina A blank, 
that's how you just have, have identified yourself for decades. And then now you are Walina something else. How, are there any tips or um, maybe things that you teach in your coaching that you can share with us uh, to help identify what is it that you actually like doing or enjoy doing? Yeah, absolutely. I say that it gets back to, I have a list and it's, it's about three columns of all like, reading, traveling. There's all different kinds of topics. And then we rate those to the top five. So there's 50 things on um, the sheet that I give ladies that we get back to that the core values. So we work our way down from the 50 things that, hey, this and rate them down to the top five. And once we get to the top five, then we're going to start ordering the top five. What are the priorities or what is really driving you? And one of the questions that I often have heard, even in my professional career as a registered nurse, and I didn't mention that I'm a nurse for 30 years, <laughs> um, but in my professional career as well, the question is, what would you do for free? What would you do if nobody paid you or if nobody acknowledged you, right? Or nobody compensated you for it. Those are the things that really you could do whether you were paid or not. And so when you think about your core values of who you are, narrowing those down and then ordering them in the priority of which one you want to pursue next. Mm. So that's an exercise that I do with ladies. And how do you push people or help guide people to get back on track? You know, let's say they, they've moved um, specifically, you know, with the work that you do with divorced women's and they have a bit of a setback, you know, mm -hmm. maybe it's a phone call or whatever the case may be, you know, that brings them back into that, you know, um, pitfall. How, how do you help uh, women specifically, because that's your audience, um, uh, get back on track? Yeah, absolutely. Good question. So let's, we start with the why, right? Or with, start with the decision. So um, I love the example that you gave because uh, one of the, the topics I talk about is this uh, social media stalker and um, <laughs> you know, just checking to see, you know, what the person is doing. Right. And so by the you, you're trying really hard not to do it. But by the time you do it, you, you've done it. Right. But mm -hmm. in my program, I really share is no shame or guilt. Like there, let, let's get beyond that. You're human. Right. It happened. But we really want to understand the why. What drove you? to want to do that because we got to sort through why you did it. And so when we get to why we did it, now we can start to come up with a plan. Okay. Next time that you want to check the social media, right? First, are they blocked and deleted? Because that's the first place you have to start because it's too much temptation. So, and I'm just using this as an example, but there's too much temptation. So we got, and there's accountability. So, if we blocked and deleted, there's no way we can go and check. Let's just say, no, I want to stay friends with him. I think I'm going to be okay. Okay, fine. But then let's make a plan that when you want to check the social media, that you call someone or that you reach out to, to me as your coach. And let's talk through why we want to make this text or this phone call. So really, again, that's that whole support piece to help you. And sometimes it's just the small steps. It's not mm -hmm. anything major, but it's the little steps you can do to walk a person out of that, out of the darkness, you know? You know, especially when it, when relationships start to, to tumble, you know, if in those first few months after a divorce and things like that, that's when you're like, well, let me just see, okay. you know, and then you hours have passed while you just see it. <laughs> you know? So I, I completely agree with the advice block, block, 
black, you know, do not even put yourself through that um, and find something else to do, especially in those first few months or even a first year, you've got to find new habits and new hobbies because idle minds, you know, I, I don't know the exact thing. I'm sure you do. So you have got to get to a place where you have created new habits to not need to check. Absolutely. Because while you're trying to rebuild your life, you're not going to have time or even desire, right, to want to do those things. But it can happen. And I don't want women to ever feel like they are um, they're, they're not moving forward uh, or that they are not changing or that they're not doing the work if you do fall back. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that is part of the journey, too. Right. Truth be told. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Now, my question to you next is, with, with that in mind, and this kind of goes into our next piece of it, do you have to give up on your dreams if they don't pan out the way you wanted them to? Oh, absolutely not. I would say if it's really your dream and more than that, a passion, like you, you, you have to do it. Like life would not be fulfilling if you don't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all of us in some capacity, whether it be career, family, um, faith-based community, however, have experienced setbacks um, or where something didn't quite look like it was going to turn out right. I was a teen mom. I should have never been where I am now with a master's in healthcare administration with a certificate in organizational development. It, it was written in the books as a teen mom for me to uh, you know, be, I don't know, working at a, you know, um, working at a fast food, whatever. I was never supposed to be here, but I always knew that I wanted to be a nurse and it never stopped me. I had my son in 10th grade. I finished 10th grade on time. I finished high school on time. I gave myself six months and I started into nursing school. Like it's a drive. Mm. Um, and, and, and it's an innate drive thing that somebody else has to uh, pull from you. It's an internal work. It's, you know, you just can't, you, you just can't stop. I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it, but that's my scenario on, even on that side, being a teen mom and then coming into a role uh, where I was director of nursing at over community health clinics. So mm -hmm. serving in an executive nursing role, like I, I was never supposed to be there but I never stopped. I never stopped pursuing that dream. Mm. I imagine, you know, uh, back those times, you know, it was even, it was taboo, right? And I'm sure you probably had people say, oh, you can't go to school. Who's gonna raise your child? And you, you can't, got it. you can't do that. What was the constant driving force? Was it really just that internal compass that said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna? Or did you have a support system of your family that was like, we're gonna support you through this? Or how how did you stay motivated? Because there had to be days where you were like, maybe I can't do this, you know? Yes, it was a combination. It was a combination of my family stepping up and saying, listen, we're gonna help you get through this to do this. Um, also the motivation to know I was now responsible for another life. They didn't ask to be here, didn't ask to be in that situation or scenario. And so it was up to me to do what I needed to do in order to provide, a, a, a you know, the best life that I could. And so it was a combination. And I the determination to 
if I could tell you, Coach, listen, um, I worked at Popeye's. Honey. My schedule was such that I went to school during the day. I worked at Popeye's at night and I got up and did the same thing. So recognizing that my life was not like my peers. Here I am, 15 years old. We're, I'm supposed to be out partying, hanging out, right? Mm -hmm. But I, that that didn't stop me from recognizing that I always wanted to be a nurse. From the time I was seven years old, I knew that. Mm. Wow. I knew that as a little girl. So it it just um, it was not an option to not do it. <laughs> yes, and to be able to help people at their most vulnerable time. So where I have found myself always in the is in the underserved population sector because I believe that seeing people at their most fragile and vulnerable time as a nurse has really given me um, just the best satisfaction in, in helping people. Let me ask you this. this I'm, I'm glad that you, I appreciate you being vulnerable and yeah. sharing your story with us. Uh, I'm, I'm curious on the side of your son, if you're, if you're comfortable with sharing this, um, him seeing you be such a strong woman and not letting the adversities of life get in your way and, and all of the things, the woman of color, woman, period, and a, a mother along the journey. Um, now that he's an adult, do you find, do you think that that impacted his journey for the better to see that strength that you've exuded and helped him become the man that he is today? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it wasn't until he was in his older years um, because he practically grew up with me. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until his older years where he was able to say, you know what, mom, you did the best that you could that you could have done. Mm -hmm. And to hear him say that, like, I, I can't even. And that happened in several conversations that we've had as he's grown um, and to be able to see that. And now, you know, he was not a teen dad. Thank God. Like he waited and um, so I was grateful that he broke that and um, knew what he wanted, you know, in life. And so I think absolutely for him to see that um, and, and to see me come, overcome, like I had a big uh, graduation party uh, when I got my master's and I just shared snippets of my journey from the time I was 15 until, you know, till the time that I graduated with my master's and the, my, the people in the audience were like, I never knew you went through that. Oh my God, mm. I, you are the bomb. I, you should tell this, do you need to help other? And so, so, um, it, and it wasn't just for him, right? It's, it's been also to help women even now to know that, uh, uh, you know, and those are uh, my stories, being a teen mom and also being a divorcee or divorced woman who's remarried now, which I love. Yay, I love. Um, um, but, you know, just being able to share those two parts of coming out is possible. You can you can do it. It is possible. So I love to to share those stories. So thank you for letting me um, share that with the audience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And, and if y'all do not follow Coach Fee, she definitely loves her husband because they they just had a date night yesterday, and so she she shares with us her journey of happiness and love and what a a strong um, black couple you know um, looks like to us youngins here. So <laughs> we appreciate you for sharing the journey with us because it's good to see you yeah. know at all levels. You know, I I grew up with my grandparents married 60 plus years my parents married 30 plus years so 
I grew up in that household. And when I went through my experience uh, with divorce, I was very like, this is not what I was raised with as, you know, this is a sin. And, you know, I, to the, my, you know, my dad's a pastor. Yeah. And when I was going through it, I asked him, like, is God going to still love me with this? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, you taught me that this is a, like cardinal no-no, like you were just ride it out to the very end. And so, you know, having that vulnerable moment as my pastor and, and, you know, getting that, it is okay. You tried everything you could, right. you will come out on the other side. So having someone such as yourself as a coach to help women um, get through the shame. Yes. What seems to be the failure of, um, you know, an un, you know, a failed marriage ultimately, yeah. right? And so to see that there is still love yeah. on the other side of that, yeah. and we all stumble along the way. We all cyberstalk every now and again. Not anymore, thank you, Jesus. But yeah. you know, <laughs> we've all been there. You know, um, so to to see happiness, and and in my opinion, there are just certain things. Um, that you probably wouldn't experience. And I don't know if you agree with this. I don't know the situation of your previous marriage, but do you feel like you would not have become the person you are today if you were still in that relationship? Absolutely not. I would not have. And, and that's the thing I share with women. This is one of the, um, wow, the principles that I, you get to rebuild your life. And what I share is you get to recover and rebuild this new life. So mm-hmm. no, I, I'm not the person that I was encouraged because I learned so much about me. And, and that is where the real change comes. It's not at looking at your former spouse and all the things that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's looking at you and the, and the becoming who you are in this new season, and, you know, as you rebuild your life. So you, and you describe it uh, 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 head on when you're talking about the whole stigma, right? And feeling like a failure. I, help women oftentimes know, yes, the marriage may have failed, but you are not a failure. You as the person are not a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to give them hope again, that you you will live again. You'll breathe again. Mm. We'll laugh again. It will come. And, I, and I'm like, I'm, I'm here to help you through that. So, yes. so how can people reach you, work with you if they're going through this? How, how can they connect with you? Absolutely. I, uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at IamFeliciaRoberts.com or I am Felicia Roberts. And then my website is www.iamfeliciaroberts.com. So you can go there and see all of the great things that I am working on. I got a workshop coming up October 15th. It's called From Confusion to Clarity, What Every Divorce Woman Needs to Know. We'll be doing that on Zoom at 7 p.m. And so you can go to my website to get your seat for that free complimentary workshop that I'll be having coming up. We love the free free. Now I am say say the website one more time. Uh-huh. Roberts.com. And when you guys are watching the replay, you'll see all of this in the show notes and um, it'll be streaming across your screen as well. Um, any final thoughts that you want to leave us with? I'm just thankful for you again letting me come on to your platform and share. And I think the work that you do on a a daily basis. Uh, you are a, a rock star to me. Uh, in that way, I'm like, oh my gosh, Coach Walina, you are it. So thank you for, for what you do as well to impact the career, the uh, careers of women. And I often think about that with divorced women. 
how you have to rethink your career sometimes, right? So um, I appreciate you for that and um, being able to share and be vulnerable here. Um, and then I just want women to know that as you come out of an adversity, if you, as you come out um, in, out of a dark area in your life, you will overcome. Just take, keep taking one step at a time and don't give up. Mm, don't give up. Don't give up. Now, they can follow you on I am Coach Felicia. Or I am uh, uh, Felicia uh, Roberts. I am Felicia Roberts. Okay. On Instagram, Facebook, and your website is also IamFeliciaRoberts.com. And uh, we will keep up with you and maybe even have you back uh, when you are doing your book launches. Make sure to follow her website so that you can see where she's going to be to do some, probably some book signings and things of that nature as well. Um, I will be seeing you personally. We are going on a trip. Um, in the next week or so to Cabo. So I'm excited about that. Um, but thank you so much for your time today and we'll Absolutely. chat with you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you all. My goodness, that was such an amazing episode. Um, such an awesome chat with her uh, this past, earlier this week. She she really brought um, a lot of truth and honesty and vulnerability because our lives are not this perfect picture that we depict in the, in the presence of people, right, on social media and things of that nature. We all have human lives on the back end that we're experiencing, uh, that we experience that have ups and downs. So Today, once again, um, we were able to add to our toolkit how to bounce back from heartbreak, from um, uh, from from adversity, all of that. So thank you so much, uh, you all, for joining me again today. We will be back again tomorrow where we're going to add to our toolkit another thing that can help build our um, mental health toolkit. So thanks again for joining. I will see you all tomorrow. And I see Garrick in the chat. Thank you so much for participating. Um, thank you so much for your comments. I really appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, again, we're here Monday through Friday, and I'll see you then. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.